welcome to episode 17 of Rainbow Pridecast. I'm your host, Danielle Dupuy, and I use the pronouns she, her, hers. I live in the suburbs of Baltimore in a town with a very small town feel. We have a little Main Street, several schools, and a number of restaurants and small businesses. There's a slogan for our entire zip code that states, life is great from 21228. In 2017, after a little political unrest, the slogan was reinvented to state, no hate in 21228. I have seen the slogan printed on rainbow, bumper stickers, flags, and even on a snowman decoration in the, in the yard of several residents a few winters ago. I give you this background for today's podcast because recently there's been a very small protest happening in our town, and several local folks decided they were going to do something about it. So today I'm joined by three women who I'll let introduce themselves now. Hi, I'm Jennifer Sulin-Stair. I'm a community member of Catonsville. I have two daughters, one that attends Hillcrest Elementary School and the other attends Catonsville High School. I own a small business known as Plot Twist Horse Farm, where I give horseback riding lessons and do agricultural education. Hi, I'm Dr. Jennifer Lynch. I am the principal of Hillcrest Elementary School. I am a lifelong community member of Catonsville. I'm a mother of five. I have a child who has gone through the entire public school system in Catonsville, a graduating senior, a son who goes to school with me at Hillcrest Elementary School, and four-year-old Hi, I'm Dr. Lisa Swayhoover, AKA Dr. Sway. I'm the owner of Better World Imaginarium, um, which is a toy store and also sells books featuring um, LGBTQ, uh, kids and um, other multicultural uh, toys and books. Awesome. Thank you so, so much for all of you to join us today. Thank you for having us. Um, so Dr. Lynn, as I understand it, you've been getting quite a few phone calls over the past months about <laughs> some protesters in front of Hillcrest Elementary. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so we have um, right in front of Hillcrest Elementary School is a large intersection. And so it is not uncommon for um, people to decide to stand outside of our school to display some sort of a sign um, in order to get community um, acknowledgement. Over the past several months, we have had um, a group of young people who have been standing outside of the school in general with large signs that are religious in nature. However, they also are very anti-LGBTQ related signs that um, talk about condemning anybody who is not in a marriage of one woman and one man um, and other similar signs. Um, And our community has been very upset by this for many reasons. Um, And one of the primary reasons is because We strive at Hillcrest to make sure that all families and all students understand that Hillcrest Elementary School is a safe space, that is a welcoming space, that is a space where every family and student who enters the building has equal right to ownership of that space. And so it feels very violating for our community members to have somebody who is sending a message that feels very specifically unkind or hurtful to some of our community members. So what was the response after, you know, you received these uh, phone calls from uh, several community members? Uh, What then did you do about it? Was it you that decided to do something or did some other members step forward to kind of initiate a response? 
So I have received a lot of phone calls. The the people gen, generally come up about dinner time every day. So I get a call in the middle of making dinner about every day. And wow. um, and I, you know, put down dinner and turn off the stove and I go up and I have a conversation and the people are respectful um, and they do generally pack up and leave. They have the right to be on the sidewalk. They do not have the right to be on um, BCPS property um, without consent. So they generally move to another location or they pack up and go home. So they are respectful in that manner. But I've been having um, conversations repeatedly um, with this group. And um, it, there has been an outcry on Facebook, on social media, in the community. Other people are also having conversations with this group. And it was becoming apparent that um, they were being persistent and that it was also really impacting our community. And so some of our very um, wise community leaders, including Ms. Um, Sullen Stair, decided that they were going to fight hatred with love. And so it was an organic social media campaign to counter protest um, these messages that felt hateful to some of our community. And so I just want to honor and applaud her for initiating this and in I don't know, hours, um, getting such a um, widespread response and genuine um, disappointment from so many more community members that they missed the opportunity to show their support. So one of the additional things that has come out of this is that I have gotten a lot of um, phone calls and emails saying, please let me know the next time that you have um, one of these you know, sort of love protests so that we can show our support and be a part of it. So there has really been a swell in Catonsville to show that we are going to support all of our community members. That's, I think that's so great. And, and you were out there. Uh, I understand that you joined them as well. Unfortunately, on that day, I was unable to join okay. them. Um, I have been, you know, I've been having those conversations with, um, you know, with that group, but I was unable to join on that particular day due to some daycare issues. Um, but we have issued, um, you know, statements of support of our community members. We did actually change our marquee sign today um, just to reflect that we believe that, um, you know, we should be living with love and um, that we should be living with kindness. I love that. I think that's fabulous. And I always love your marquee signs. They're always uh, awesome and supportive of the community. Um, Thank you. Uh, Jennifer, um, tell us a little bit about what gave you the idea to kind of put this peaceful protest together. So I think, um, well, I'd like to say thank you to Dr. Lynch for always being such an amazing supporter within our community, um, with all the kids, all the families and, um, and, and her teachers, her staff, um, Hillcrest Elementary School has, has absolutely been an amazing place for our kids to learn and, and grow up. So kudos to Dr. Lynch and the Hillcrest Elementary School entire staff. Um, so I saw the sign that said, um, they were holding a sign that said marriage equals one man plus one woman. And, and I don't remember, unfortunately, the exact wording. It was some God's marriage or, or something of that sort. And immediately, of course, I, um, 
I contacted Dr. Lynch, poor Dr. Lynch, and I, I Facebooked message her. I, I, I don't have her phone number. So I Facebook messaged her and right, right away, Dr. Lynch got back to me and she said, unfortunately, um, I can't do anything about it because they are there on the sidewalk. And my heart kind of sank and, and I, I felt not disappointed in Dr. Lynch's response. I want to be very clear in that, but disappointed that it, uh, for lack of a better term, was allowed. And, and that is not the right term. I'll, I'll have to think on, on what I want to use, but yes, you know, they, they are allowed to be there and they are allowed to, to, uh, have their opinions and beliefs. The more I thought about that, the more I said to myself that, yeah, you know, that's what makes America great is that people are allowed to stand up and people are allowed to say what their opinions are, what their beliefs are, um, what their truths are. And as an individual, I, I don't have to believe that, but they have every right by our constitution. Um, and in all honesty, it's, it is what makes America great is that we all have, have the ability to do this. So when thinking of that, I thought for a few hours and I had also sent, I took a picture of the sign and I, I had also sent it to another friend of mine and she posted it on Facebook. And when I went to her Facebook page, she had over 100 comments on that photo alone. Yes. And I felt hopeful and I felt, wow, that sort of negative feeling that I had had of, um, and I think it was more of a resigned feeling, a resigned feeling of, yes, they do have every right to be there. They do have every right to have this message, but it feels so horrible, but it's not against the law. It's not, you know, there really isn't anything anyone can do about it, but it just felt, it, 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 it felt uh, demeaning. It felt less than. It felt that my family isn't as important. And so I saw those hundred comments and I started reading through them. And, you know, there are a lot of comments that say, oh, how can people do that? That's so close minded and very negative. But I don't think that we should think about their message in a negative manner necessarily as that as someone in the community who who doesn't agree with that message that it's important for me to have my voice heard and just as they're protected by the constitution and freedom of speech and the first amendment so am i so i kind of threw it out there on that facebook post and i said well what if what if i did something would people show up and people said yes and then someone said something very impactful and they said, Jen, even if no one shows up, if it's just the four of you, my family, myself, my wife, and two daughters, that's impactful enough. That's the opposite message. That's, you know, that's the counter message to what they're saying. And I said, you know what, that, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. Let's do this tomorrow. It's supposed to be a nice day. I don't know if they're planning to be up there or not. That doesn't really necessarily make a difference. 
but we should get this out. And so I sent on Facebook and made it public that my family and I would be up there at, I believe it was four 30 and we would be spreading love is love. And, um, and so I made it an event and lo and behold, people started sharing it and, um, more and more people shared it and liked it. And I believe, um, Dr. Sway counted and we had somewhere between 25 and 30 people. And I think it's, for, for me, I think the impetus is for my kids to see how important this is and for my kids to see that we're equal and that our family matters just as much as anyone else's, not only in our community's eyes, but in God's eyes. And it's really important for me that all those kids who are struggling with their sexuality um, or their, their gender identity, whatever is going on um, in their struggles in life, that they see a welcoming and loving community and that this community supports them and that there are people out there who have been through what they've been through um, or have parents of the same sex or have, 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 you know, not felt comfortable in, in their own bodies. And that was my biggest want is, is to get that message of love to anyone who's struggling within our community and let them know that there, there, there are people here for them and that we support them. I think that's awesome. And way to go. I mean, on getting, uh, you know, those people together that quickly, um, after coming up with the idea, I think that's awesome. Um, and I'm sure actually, you know, I was wondering what, what was the vibe, like the general vibe of the people that came and showed up? Was there like lots of rainbows, um, you know, excitement? Um, I saw a couple of pictures. Um, it looked pretty awesome. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that. Sure. I, um, we showed up, we got there first. And so that was exciting. And, you know, you're always kind of nervous, I guess, with anything, are people going to come? And I, as soon as we stepped out of our car, we saw my daughter's kindergarten teacher step out of her car and she had, um, you know, a rainbow flag. And she said, I love your family. And, and that, that brought brought me to my knees almost, you know? And, um, so yeah, we had neighbors show up. I had, uh, a friend of mine show up who is straight, um, but is a gay ally. And she had on a rainbow sort of ballerina, um, skirt and she had brought music. And so she was playing, so you, you know, made it basically a pride party. Essentially. It, it sort of was. And, and, um, you know, we had, we had a minister there. Um, that's how I met, uh, Dr. Sway. Uh, and we had a lot is there were some, there were some kids there. There were, um, people, all people representing our, our community. A lot had gay pride flags. Um, I thought it was really important that it's not necessarily focused all on, you know, being gay as, as much as it's acceptance, just acceptance of everyone. And, and especially during, um, you know, the, the black lives matter movement. And, and so I thought that that was important. I, and there were some supporters with black lives matter, uh, signs. So we had a lot of people and it was interesting because probably 
about 45 minutes into it, the crowd shifted, which I thought was interesting. And that a lot of, you know, the older um, members of the community went home, most likely to cook dinner or to be with their families. We had a much younger crowd, very active crowd come. And um, I would guess high school, college, and very vocal. Uh, a lot of love is love cheering. And, um, you know, and, and that was amazing to see so many, you know, younger either seniors in high school or, or you know, maybe they were in, in college. I'm not really sure. But just brought signs and and came and really came out in force and so that that was so cool to see that too mm -hmm. that's awesome um dr sway dr sway would you like to add to that well yeah well jennifer called me i don't know about three o'clock in the afternoon because she had seen my i have a rainbow flag hanging outside the store and uh asked me you know do i have any other uh uh or, or things. I do have some books that feature um, LGBTQ kids, um, but I didn't have anything like that. And then Jennifer told me that they were going to do this this uh, 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 March Pride, whatever you know, Love Is Love event at the school. And I said I'll be there um, because this is something that I've been a part of you know, for a very very long time. Um, prior to opening the toy store, I worked at a university in Wisconsin and my background is in college student development, um, and administration. And I would participate and, and lead, um, ally trainings, um, all the time. And, and there was actually a, a, an incident at my university, um, where the student government president wrote a fairly let's call it obnoxious letter, um, trying to shut down the LGBTQ movement at this university. And, you know, when I moved there in the 90s, there was not a single out professor or, or staff member at that university. So, um, I was part of the, the equity committee that was looking at um, how to improve, um, you know, not only for students, but for the faculty and the staff at that university. And things have shifted um, tremendously there. Um, and it wasn't, I hadn't really thought about it until Jennifer called me that I haven't really seen that much in Catonsville related to Pride. I don't know if there's ever been a, a Pride event, a Pride um, parade or anything like that, um, even though that, you know, this is just such a, a progressive community, which is one of the reasons why I opened the store in Catonsville was because of the, you know, how, how open and um, welcoming this community is, as well as being, you know, fairly politically active. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, so I was, I was really excited to, to, to be, you know, invited um, and, and hope to do more. I've actually ordered some window cling stickers that say all are welcome here. And I will be taking them up and down Frederick Road to the businesses here a lot there's a movement on university campuses called the safe space ally um where you put something in your window you know if you're a prof professor um that says this is a place that you know you can go if you're if you're having challenges and i but it's also to to let people know who are afraid maybe to walk into a particular 
restaurant or bar here, you know, are they going to be made fun of? Is it a welcoming space for them to get a meal um, with their, their partner or spouse that's the same gender as them or to be, you know, uh, transgender? And, and that's important. It's important to, to have a welcoming facade, a welcoming, um, you know, outlook. Um, and I want to be that as well. And I was telling Jennifer that I have a space in the back of my store that I use as a classroom. And once COVID is over and we can actually get together in person, you know, if LGBTQ youth want to come here and have a place where they can hang out in the evenings, um, they're more than welcome. I would love to have them come visit. Well, that's awesome. Um, I think that's great to be able to provide that um, additional space uh, for people. And I just, um, this is Dr. Lynch. I just wanted to add that um, at Hillcrest, we have um, identified spaces in our building. So um, many of our teachers do have rainbow stickers on their classrooms or on their computers that identify us as allies as well. And that has been something that's been important for us um, to share with all of our students and with our families so that our families are also able to easily identify spaces that feel safe them and adults who feel safe. I think it's always important to, uh, you know, it's, I think it's harder for um, LGBTQ families because um, it seems like every time you meet somebody new, you have to come out of the closet again. Um, so rather than have that sort of presumption or surprise, it's nice to be able to see like, okay, this is a welcoming space, um, a comfortable environment. Um, so that's really, really nice. Um, now, uh, Dr. Sway, um, now you, you said, I, I kind of read up on you a little bit on your uh, website, um, that you have, uh, over 20 years in uh, experience in international education. Mm-hmm. Um, I was curious, um, from your travels, what you noticed, um, as far as similarities and differences when it comes to, um, LGBTQ plus inclusion in education from similarities and differences from our community here, as opposed to what you've seen uh, in your travels? Mm. Well, I mean, there's been some really progressive work um, done in in Northern Europe, especially the Netherlands, where, um, I mean, they were in the forefront of having, you could major in LGBTQ studies. And um, as a study abroad coordinator, that was one of the programs that we promoted that, um, you know, students could actually travel to the Netherlands or to, to France. Um, we, we had a, a couple faculty members who organized a, a study trip to Paris to learn about the gay rights movement in France. Oh, cool. um, I actually have a friend of mine, um, he used to teach at UMBC, but he's now um, at the University of Arizona, and his work was on the coming out experience in, in um, France, specifically Paris. Um, I think, um, you know, in, in, in some countries it's still illegal. Um, you know, you, there is in, in, you could go to a certain country and you could be um, put in prison for being gay. Um, and there's certainly been um, a lot of protests in those countries and, and work from um, human rights groups like Am- Amnesty International to change those things. Um, I, I've also been to Denmark and met with the one of the archbishops there, 
And Denmark was one of the first countries to uh, legalize gay marriage. Um, and the archbishop was like, you know, what's the big deal? <laughs> um, so I think that there's there's some places that are a, a little bit more progressive than the United States. Um, and then there's just other countries, you know, that are just so chill, like Australia, that, you know, they don't care. <laughs> they, yeah. you know, it's, you know, they're very accepting. So it, it really varies by country. Um, and, and as I said, you know, there are some places that are actively incorporating gay studies into their curriculums. Um, I guess it, it's something that I haven't looked at lately, um, but I, I think it's worth maybe looking at it again um, to see how, how, it, how these issues are treated in, in different places and how we can learn um, from uh, different countries um, our neighbor, Canada, has also been very progressive on these things. But I do want to say that, you know, in these years, the, the United States has made such amazing strides that really, you know, what's happening out in front of Hillcrest right now, you know, notwithstanding, um, the climate here has just improved so much, so very, very much um, in the last, you know, 10 five years even, um, that I'm very hopeful. Um, and, and I definitely think that this generation of students coming up um, are, you know, it's almost a non-issue for many of them um, because they, there is so much more visibility. And I think that's the key thing is that um, we talk a lot about how LGBTQ people need to come out of the closet. Um, and I think, you know, the having role models, having, you know, the allies, Dr. Lynch, what you're doing with with showing that there's allies at the school is such an important part of developing that sense of identity and um, that that acceptance, you know, and, and we shouldn't have to accept our own identities. It, um, we should just be able to celebrate them. And I think that that's happening more and more. And, and I'm encouraged by. Um, you know, the youth who come out because they're the ones leading the way and they always have. To ask you a little bit about what Dr. Sway was saying is, you know, my wife and I have always been very quiet um, regarding our sexuality. And that's not because we're ashamed of it, but we've just never really felt, I guess, sort of uh, a huge need to, to, to where, I mean, we've been to gay pride festivals and stuff, but you know, we just haven't really felt, I guess, a strong urge or a need to, um, you know, have a gay pride flag at our house or, or whatever. And, and you, you, we do obviously utilize gay safe spaces and our vacation spots and, and, and choosing stuff like that. But in this moment, where I I saw this sign that was sort of my maybe light bulb moment or or uh you know my action calling moment in that I felt a strong need and almost a strong obligation. I don't know if, if that's the right word, but a strong will to say enough is enough. I belong here. This is my community. I am a part of this community. My family is a part of this community. My business has been a, far, a part of this community. And 
I really felt a strong need to, for lack of a better term, stick up for myself and to have my voice heard that um, I belong here and my love belongs here. And anyone else who has love that is similar to mine or has struggled and experienced the struggles that my wife and I have, you belong here. You are belong in Catonsville. You have a home in Catonsville and you're loved and welcomed in Catonsville. And so that's, that's sort of along the lines of, of what doctors sway, you know, we, not necessarily we we shouldn't have to sort of stand up and, and do that, but it's not a perfect world. In a perfect world, we wouldn't, but we're still growing. And I decided or came to a, you know a realization that I want to be that person that people see or say, hey, yeah, you know, she stood up. She stood up when 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 it was time and she was there and um, and she's made our community a better place. I, I also want to be very clear, Dr. Sway and I had a conversation that we're certainly not trying to make Catonsville like the, the province town of Massachusetts. We, 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 we want, we feel, or, and, and forgive me, Dr. Sway, if I'm speaking for you, uh, you, you, you can chime in. We just want our presence seen. It doesn't have to be overwhelming, but we want people to know that all people, that you're welcome here and, and that this is a happy place to live and and this is a good place and um, and that Catonsville is, is full of love in many ways and that we have many straight allies and the schools are welcoming and um, the businesses are welcoming. And, um, you know, so I, I think that's sort of the direction that I envision this taking because I do, as Dr. Lynch said, there's been so much community support and, and I've sort of been at a crossroads of, you know, since I've started the first one, do I keep going with that? And do I plan something in the next couple of weeks while June is gay pride month and, and, you know, bring more of the community together. So, um, it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning of, of, of this crazy thing called love. And I think there will be additional opportunities as well. I know that, um, you know, some local advocacy groups have reached out specifically to me um, about some things that will be happening in our community very shortly around um, Black Lives Matter, but really about the idea of how we are creating safe and inviting community spaces, um, creating an, um, sort of an art display up and down the center of Catonsville and at our local um, uh, farmer's market, I'm so sorry, um, you know, that has um, an art display about all of these inclusive ideas and, and creating these beautiful representations of what we believe Catonsville really does stand for. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I want to just sort of also comment that I think one of the most confusing things, because we do value that everybody has the right to express their opinions, even if we don't agree with those opinions. And we always want to make sure that we are um, honoring everyone's ability to safely express their opinions, even if we disagree. I think what was so confusing for our community was that in this particular protest, there was two separate messages of the original um, signage. And one was um, marriage equals one woman and one man. 
-hmm. There were also messages that said honk to support our frontline um, medical workers. And so we're in the middle of coronavirus and people are driving down the street and they're seeing a sign that says honk to support our medical heroes and people are honking. And that felt very discouraging to our LGBTQ community because it felt like people were honking to support these other messages. And so I think the power in what Jen did was to realign what people really are supporting um, and to show that people really are supporting everyone's right. This is a safe space for people to live. Catonsville is a welcoming environment, um, but those confusing messages felt um, unsafe to a lot of our community members. I didn't think that this is the way my community felt about them. And I think having that opportunity to then be able to uncouple those two messages was very important. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that there was the um, the honk if you you know support healthcare workers um, that was going on at the same time. I had actually driven by the um, marriage sign, and I think one thing to make clear too that uh, listeners probably don't realize is how large this sign is. <laughs> it's not like a poster board sign. This is like a banner that right. requires two to three people to hold up. Um, it, you know, it's large. So it's very, um, you know, it's very obvious uh, as you're driving by that you see that. And they had taken some opportunities to actually prop the sign up on our Hillcrest marquee. And that was another thing that was very upsetting to, uh, to our community was that it then felt like this was messaging coming from our school. Mm-hmm. And that was the most upsetting for me as a community leader and as principal of the school, because it is in direct contradiction to everything that we believe to be true at Hillcrest. Um, and it was a misrepresentation of our views and our community at Hillcrest. And that was something that was important for us to distinguish. Now, I know, and I know that you've gone in a number of times and talked to these people and obviously uh, Jennifer and Dr. Sway, you know, getting in there and showing support uh, for the community by being present with this counter protest. Um, you know, how long, you know, will this kind of keep going? Do you think? I mean, I mean, before is there like further action that can be taken, or is it just a matter of okay, like till they get tired, or you know, this it, it kind of feels a little bit like harassment at this point. Yeah, I I I struggle with with a lot of different things um, with you asking that question, and you know, one of the things that I I do struggle with. Um, and, and, and it's always funny because people have very different reactions, but, you know, I want to be very clear that they have every right to be there and that their beliefs and their convictions are just as strong as, as my convictions and beliefs. And I think that there has to be a mutual respect of that. Um, with that being said, um, again, I sort of, I'm not trying to censor them or it was never meant about censorship or you're wrong and I'm right. It's always been that there is a different side for me, for me, for, for, from, from where I'm coming from. I can only speak for myself. I I think it was, I think it's really in this day and age, it's very important to, to, and I, I spoke to them. I spoke to the family because they saw that we were there and they stopped in the middle 
of walking up. And, you know, I, I know I have a message to give and, and I have my own story to tell, but so do they. And, and I reached out to them and I walked down and I said, look, um, I respect your opinions. I respect, you know, what you're saying. I said, but we want to express our opinions and our beliefs as well. And there was some conversation and it was all very, I can't say it was pleasant, but it, um, it was cordial and it was very clear that, you know, on both sides, on my side, as well as their side, there just was no, no budging on, on any type of, uh, change of beliefs, which I, I wasn't attempting, um, to do that either. I just wanted them to know that we sort of didn't come in hostility or, or we didn't come in, in judgment. Uh, we didn't come with these signs of love is love without loving them. And, 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 um, and I thought that that was really important. And I do now struggle with where do we go from here? Because, we had this great thing and, and, and I messaged with Dr. Lynch today and they have been up there since, since Tuesday, which is when we were up there. So where do we go and how, since, you know, I got that ball rolling, then what is my responsibility now? And, um, and, and my ownership, I should say, and, um, uh, of this, for lack of a better term movement. So I really, I was talking to my wife and kids today at lunch and said, look, I want to follow this up. You know, I can't follow this up with a day to day thing of going up there, but I do feel like we made a statement and we made a huge statement, not just as a family, but as a community. Mm-hmm. So I was talking with my family today about, okay, the next step is to put something out to the community two weeks in advance. While it's we have momentum, while we have Gay Pride Month, um, let's plan for something. Let's meet, you know, have the general meeting take. And in no offense to Hillcrest or anything, but let's take the school sort of out of it and, and, and stop putting those staff members in this position to maybe choose sides because we have to be respectful of if there are teachers out there who, who truly believe that marriage is between one man and one woman. And, and, and that's okay. That So let's center it at Tom Quirk's office, who's our councilman, and then march the sidewalks and, and have it a bigger type of thing. Um, and, and that way, you know, we're, we're still progressing with this. And I think people like Dr. Sway within the community, you know, who has a business right downtown that like, she's going to play a big part in sort of, well, you know, where, what, how does she decide to run her business and how does she communicate with other business owners? And then I have a responsibility too of, you know, what can I do for the gay community in Catonsville? Is there a way for me to arrange with some restaurants to have like a, a, um, a happy hour, you know, a love is love happy hour once a month, or do I start some type of, uh, um, love is love or gay pride, uh, business owners brunch every, you know, month. So there's just a lot of, of different directions to go and it, and it can be overwhelming. Um, and, 
but I, I am very cognizant that we have a movement going on and I have to act quickly or we as a community have to act quickly to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I just want to add to that, that in addition, um, I somehow got myself onto the chamber of commerce board of directors. Um, and I, I haven't had conversation around this topic um, yet. Um, but this is something to, to bring up with the, the Chamber of Commerce to see, you know, um, in my role as the chair of the Business Promotions Committee, to send a message out to Catonsville business owners to see, you know, what they would like to do or how they would like to support what you're talking about um, in terms of, you know, a happy hour or, you know, some other event to bring awareness. Um, I do want to add, you know, that that with the people who are there, they're they're they have a very strong religious message and um, that's very hard to change someone's belief system. And, um, you know, in, 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 in past activities, we've, I've spent a lot of times with people from the religious community trying to, you know, counteract the, the discussion points that they have. And, and, and to some extent, it's just not going to work. Um, uh, and I think that, a lot of the talk has always been about, you know, teaching tolerance, you know, we have to learn how to tolerate. But I think if we can, you know, change the message and say, we're not going to be here to tolerate, we're here to celebrate. And I think that's the more important message is that, you know what, you have your particular views. Um, I may not agree with your particular views, but that's not going to stop me from um, saying that I'm so thrilled to be part of this community. I'm so thrilled to be part of the LGBT community. Uh, and I think by focusing and, and reframing the discussions, not about protesting someone, but really about celebrating, um, then you, then you, you change mindsets. You say, you know what, I'm here, I'm proud, I'm happy. Um, and you know, you have your opinions, but those are your opinions. I'm going to move forward and have the best possible life that I can have. And I hope everybody else will support that. That's the message that I want to get out. And, and I think, um, Dr. Sway, you make a very good uh, point of, um, you know, kind of celebrating and, you know, being happy for who we are. And I think it's very, very clear, um, you know, from the photos and also from, um, from what I've seen of my own passing of the, uh, the, the protesters that are out there with the large sign, um, who is happy and who is not happy because, you know, driving past that sign of, uh, marriage equals one man and one woman, um, it didn't, it was, you know, the faces and the expressions, um, you know, make that very, uh, an undesirable, um, idea in some ways, um, uh, so, you know, having that showing the happiness, um, and what it means to be part of a community that believes that love is love. Um, I think that that really goes hand in hand, um, in, in demonstrating what we're all about. Um, so I thank all of you for being those voices in our community and, um, sharing your stories and, um, continuing to kind of move forward with, uh, whatever the future might look like for us. But, um, I, after talking to you, it, you know, it makes me feel like it's going to be a lot brighter. Do you see a lot more rainbows in your future, Danielle? 
<laughs> well, you know, it's it's kind of interesting um, because when you were talking about, you know, that, you know, you, you and your family don't really promote, um, you know, the rainbow flag or kind of um, you kind of keep things, you know, pretty calm and day to day. Like that's the way my wife and I typically are. Um, we also have three, we have three kids and, uh, you know, I remember specifically back when I was a teenager, I had come out of the closet briefly and then gone back in, um, and didn't come out again until, uh, you know, I was an adult out of college and in my first job. Um, but for that brief time, um, when I was a teenager, I had a rainbow sticker and I remember my mom being so disgusted and upset that I would want to put a rainbow sticker on my car. Why would I want to promote something like that? Why would I want to draw attention to myself for, you know, being part of the community? And I think that, that for me, that kind of um, repressed me a bit um, and made me feel like, okay, this is, you know, I, I'm not going to be accepted by most people and therefore I should keep it quiet um, and not be who I am just because, you know, I'm going to draw attention to myself and it's going to be negative attention, you know? Um, so as I've gotten older and things have become a lot more comfortable and I see how important it is as an educator to, um, not necessarily promote, you know, oh, Hey, I'm gay and proud, you know, but, um, definitely to have visibility, um, and to be present and proactive and, um, you know, show up for the kids, um, and I think that that's, that's really, really important. And especially now, um, as a parent of young children, I want them to understand that, that that's what we believe in our house, that love is love and that, that we love them for who they are. You know, it's not like an either or case, you know, like we'll love you because of this or that, or in spite of this or that. No, we love you because you're you. And I think that they understand too, that love is love and it's okay that, if you want to hold hands with another girl or another boy or, you know, somebody that's non-gender conforming, like it's all, it's all good. Um, so, uh, I think that with that comes a sense that security and unconditional love that so many kids need. And I think so many times people put these conditions on things. It's very damaging to kids. And so I appreciate that there's other members out there who, also have that same background experience and are, you know, stepping up to do things, even though it's uncomfortable, because I know it's uncomfortable, especially when you're part of the community. And Dr. Lynch, I think that's, you know, that's why it's so important that we have allies in the community too, that are willing to step forward. Cause I cannot tell you, I don't know what I would do without my, um, my ally friends that have exactly. you know, stood up for us and, um, you know, it's really, really important. So thank you. Yeah, we can't do it without our, our straight allies because just sheer numbers, we just, as individuals, as a gay community, we can't do it without allies and, and, and people to support us. I agree. And, and one thing, Danielle, that really resonates with me is I, I really like what you said <clears throat> about not necessarily I think you put into words what sort of I realized is that I needed to be more visible in my community and and uh it 
as a gay woman, as a gay married woman with, with kids. And so I like that you, you said it that way rather than, you know, sort of this, this, um, protest type of, you know, it's, it's more of, this is who we are. This is, you know, for our children, especially for any of the kids living in this community, we love you and accept you for who you are. And um, so I, I appreciate your viewpoint on, you know, it's, I think I finally realized it's time to stand up and, and be serious and, and be visible. And I think that, that it's important for those of us who are able to, to do that because there are still are so many that are not able to raise their voice, whether it's because they're not accepted or they don't feel comfortable. Um, so I think the more that you give visibility um, and positivity to um, any group of people, um, the better it can be. So... Um, but thank you so much for uh, joining us uh, today on the Pridecast and um, sharing your stories. And um, do let me know when you're going to have the uh, the next Love is Love uh, Visibility Day. Um, I would love to be there with my family. Okay, perfect. I will definitely let you know. And thank you so much for, for doing this and for helping everyone um, within Howard County and the surrounding communities uh, come out of the closet and be proud. Awesome. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for having me participate. It's been really wonderful to connect um, with with all of you, and um, and I I hope to do more, and um, want to be a resource, and love that there are, are these resources that we can share with other people in the community, um, like your podcast. Oh, thank you. The music featured at the start and end of our podcast is Work by Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license.